Hello everyone and good morning. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Um, It's about 10 a.m. right now. I'm sitting at my desk with a cup of coffee. I will probably go out later and get a latte. Um, But excited to be back for episode two of our new little segment of a coffee break with Molly. Um, I know that in the first episode I said I'm gonna be consistent and we're so back and literally didn't do an episode the next week but in my defense I did have five interviews and one uh we'll call it like a meeting so very busy week last week exhausting week like talking and trying to sell yourself to people to get a job so um we are back now and maybe we'll have a little two-parter this week I have a lot of ideas and a lot of things that I told you I was thinking about but I always get like my inspiration like as I'm doing one episode so I feel like I should just record it and put that one out there too so stay tuned for that um but yeah just for you know a little update um interviews seemed like they went well um if you know me there's a lot of irony in that statement just because I'm somebody who's always like yeah it went great it went great it went great whatever it may be a date an interview anything um and then it either goes nowhere at all um that's usually what happens um in a non-negative type way but I guess it's always good to just feel good about what you did yeah um but in those interviews with one of the organizations um both of the interviews it was the first time anybody has brought up my podcast to me during an interview um which I thought was like I don't know it was kind of fun um but they just asked like you know I saw it I didn't have time to look it up but like what do you talk about like do you have guests um what's it about um just kind of wanting me to explain and so that made me just like want to I guess reiterate and explain the whole reason why I wanted to do this in the first place um you know it just seems fitting for this new season of the podcast and just like the new season of life that I am currently navigating um the why I told them was because when I moved like I didn't know anybody doing a podcast was something I always wanted to do new chapter of life it seemed like the perfect time to start a project um and one of the goals I had for myself in 2023 was to do things that made me uncomfortable um, because you know there's no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone so um still trying to stick with that and told them that every time I post an episode I'm definitely uncomfortable because I hate people knowing what's going on in my brain um but something else, which I know that I talked about in the first episode that I did, um, 
you know, I think that one of, like, the most important things about life and, like, the reason we're all here, like, the point of it is to have connection with people. And I think with the various mixture of a lot of things, which I'm not going to get too far into because it's too much for today, but I definitely feel like human connection is slowly deteriorating and I always ask myself when I see it happening, like when I can literally witness connections failing time and time again, just like across the board from anybody that I see, like, you know, like lack of effort or trying or no communication skills or hiding behind a screen and trolling people on the internet because you feel like a big bad wolf and that's when you're confident, like when you're being a coward and mean. Um, Like what is the point of all of it without human connection? Like there is no point of life if you cannot create meaningful relationships with other people. Like humans make up life and – if you're not connecting with people or building relationships, then, like, what is the point of any of it? And um, so I feel like with all of that, like, loneliness is a very big feeling that humans feel. And I think that no matter who you are, like, that is a feeling that you have felt at one point or another in your life. Um, you know, loneliness can then transform into feeling alone, um, which I don't think everybody has experienced. Um, I think those two are commonly mistakenly interchangeable with each other. Um, but regardless, I do think that it's a feeling people feel. So wherever you feel like you fall, you know, however long that timeline have been for you, whatever reason of loneliness it was given, whether it was because you desired like love in a relationship or, you know, you moved somewhere new and you were having trouble making friends or, you know, just like your place of work, if you felt lonely there, you know, wherever your situation was, Um, And however long that timeline was for you, I do think it's something that we've all felt. And for as long as I can remember, I have always just wanted to help people um, or like give back or make people feel less alone. Um, Inspiring others has been a message in my brain for a long time of something that I wanted to do. Um, so like when I think about like your legacy and what you want to leave behind, you know, it's always like, I want to be able to inspire others and I want to be able to help people. And sometimes I wish I was more disciplined in the fact that like I tried to like be famous or create a platform on social media so that I did have a space where my voice could be heard, um, along like a, a broader audience um I think a lot of that comes from just like 
not knowing how, but also I don't have a desire to be famous. I don't like the internet. Um, if you notice, like I deactivated my Instagram, um, mine is my podcast Instagram and TikTok because I was just like, which I've said it before, like social media is stupid. Um, and a couple weeks ago I was just like, yeah, I'm like actually so done with it. Like I have Facebook cause like, you know, that's not real and Snapchat to talk to my friends long distance and things like that. But I hate the direction that Instagram has gone in and I hate the direction that TikTok has gone in. Um, which is hard for me to say because I love my TikTokers like Bree Soccer and Alex Earl and some other ones in there like that. They were the sole reason why I kept TikTok and, um, but Hannah Harrell, queen. Um, but yeah, I don't know which social media and deleting it and taking a break from it and all that stuff. Like I will talk about that more in depth in another episode. Um, But yeah, so not liking social media um, to then try to build a platform on social media. It's kind of contradictory and it's difficult. Um, Also, just like not on all the platforms for streaming. Um, So like getting there, but you know, like your girl's unemployed. So we got to make some money before we can spend the money. Right now, I'm like literally spending my money on gas and coffees a couple times a week. So, um, but yeah. That is, like, my ultimate goal as a human being, and it has been for, like, as long as I can remember. Um, So that is long answer to the question or what I wanted to share. That is probably the biggest reason why I enjoy doing this is because, you know, like, five people may listen to an episode each time I post. Um, So it's not reaching a huge audience, but... You know, whether it's those five people or if there's 25 people who listen and it resonates with one or two people, like, that's doing something. Um, I think that when you can just listen to people talk about their experiences and what they're going through or the emotions that they have felt and are trying to navigate, it creates comfort. And even if you don't know them personally or, you know, they're a musician or some kind of celebrity that will never meet you you'll never cross paths for real in life like knowing that they're there and that they feel the same way you do it it makes you feel like in a way that you have a friend out there um and they're helping you along the way so just to reiterate the whole point of me wanting to do this um just to like make people feel less alone I guess with their thoughts because that is a very difficult place to be okay so um I do feel like that transitions us nicely into what I wanted to talk about today and I don't really have like a theme or a title so hopefully I figure that out by the time I post this um but I guess you know and one part it's surrounding yourself with the right people Um, but also like going back to the basics. And I guess that that is the theme of today's conversation is going back to the basics. 
And, you know, as somebody who, like, grew up around athletics and, like, performing and um, just, like, who likes to work out, like, I feel like people just jump in to those things. They walk into a gym and are like, I am this build, so I should be able to lift this much. And it's like, bro, like, muscle does not work like that. Like, you can't just, like... Or people who have worked out and haven't worked out in years and they walk in, they're like, well, last time I could curl 30 pounds, so I should be able to do it now. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you lose muscle so much faster than you build it. Um, so you got to start from the beginning. You got to go back to the basics. Like, form is so important. Um, <clears throat> and it just, like, I don't know if it's the environment I grew up in, but, like, people who don't understand or realize how important form is before they start like picking up heavy weights and then slinging them around it's it's crazy to me because I'm like you have to like understand the way your body moves you have to understand like just how to do it so you don't injure yourself is I think like the part that like blows my mind um but anyways so like even like with color guard like we had technique block and it's always all about your technique And you'll hear the greatest people talk about why they're so successful and whatever they're doing is because of their technique, the basic fundamentals that they follow every single day, whatever it may be, whatever aspect of life it may be in, it is always about the basics of what they practice. And I feel like when you're in an environment like the gym or you're doing athletics, whatever it is, like, those basics make sense. Like, you know, if that is something that's really strongly taught and enforced, then it's in your nature to want to incorporate those things. But I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, it's kind of like how life is. And I feel like that's something that is easy to lose. Um... For a lot of reasons, you know, I think, again, as humans, like, we naturally gravitate towards the things that hurt us or that are comfortable and familiar. Um, you know, we don't want to be in situations that make us uncomfortable because that's scary or trying new things or working up the courage to do X, Y, and Z. Um, saying no, putting up those boundaries. And I'm not saying that for everybody, but I do think that that is a strong thing that people experience across the board. Um, so we go back to the things that cause us pain or hurt us, which is more discomforting in the present moment than finding the things and going back to your foundation to either clean it, fix it, and start building over again. And so I know in the first episode I talked about like the little goals I set for myself every day um, because I was trying to work on the things I could control that would make me feel better in the long run. Um, so like in a way I feel like I was – And as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking of little Legos and I'm like building Legos on my desk right now, like imaginary ones. But that's what I think about, like, you know, like whitening my teeth. That's something that I was like, that'll make me feel good. I drink a lot of coffee, coffee stains your teeth, whatever. 
Um, you know, like that's my first Lego. And then like dyeing my eyebrows every two weeks. Like that saves me so much time of filling in my eyebrows. It's nice to wake up in the morning for all of my light eyebrow girlies out there and like be able to see them. It's a little jump scare the first day after the dye setting because they're always really dark. But after that, it's so nice and I love it. I love that I take 10 minutes of my time to do it. Um, but just like little things like that. And those are about like appearance and they're just like minor things throughout the day. But just like the mindset behind like if I can do these things, then I can accomplish bigger goal that you set for yourself. And I know that like, so Mari Llewellyn, I think I've mentioned her before. She's like one of my favorite fitness people, but she's moved into the podcasting space, all about like mental health and wellness too. Um, and I remember her sharing her fitness journey from the beginning and she was like, I was setting like realistic goals for myself. I feel like people, again, when they get started, their energy is so great and they're all in right away but they set goals that are way too big and then when you're not accomplishing those goals right away you get discouraged and you stop um so one of her goals that she set for herself was to drink a gallon of water every single day and she was like if I can't do something as simple because in the grand scheme of things drinking enough water throughout the day it is simple it's really hard if you don't drink water regularly or are good at taking in fluids it's I'm not gonna say it's easy but it's simple it's a simple task to be able to be like okay go fill up your water cup or drink water instead of whatever else you're choosing to drink and just like making it a priority and she was like if I couldn't do something as simple as drinking a gallon of water every day how did I even think I'd be able to do x y and z that I wanted to and that's so true um so I think just like having like for me like those little minor goals like if I can be consistent about doing those things every single day and I see an improvement then like one I'm capable of doing most things because it just comes from like the basic fundamental of being able to discipline yourself and creating that habit um so with all that being said, I think that in order to process or work through things, you have to go back to the basics and whatever that may be for you. But a couple of days ago, something that I, I don't think noticed for the first time, but was like, you know, that would be a good thing to talk about is going back to the things that I know always make me feel better. And like, I'm sure you're sitting there like, oh my God, Molly, like you took 20 minutes to just say that sentence. But because it seems so obvious. But I mean, like, I know there's a thing out there like people who like to rewatch the same shows or movies like that's a sign of mental illness because it's comforting. They know what's coming next and blah, 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 which may be true. Okay, I'm a big fan of rewatching things mostly because I don't like a lot of TV shows or getting into movies like it's hard. It's hard to like sit down and watch things 
Um, so when I'm like, I want to watch TV, I turn on something I enjoy. You know what I mean? Um, not to say I don't try watching new things. Like I started Suits and I love it and probably will watch that again. Um, it is added to the circulation, but I guess I should have said rotation. It's added to the rotation, not the circulation. That was weird. It was weird when it came out of my mouth. So I needed to correct myself. Um, but I like to rewatch things because like, I know that they make me happy. And so when I say to go back to the things that make you feel good, I don't mean TV necessarily, but if that works for you, then yes. Um, for me, it's like going back to the things that I know no matter what headspace I may be in, whether I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm confused, whatever it is, like listening to them, like it pulls me out of whatever place I'm in. It makes the foggy path more clear. It puts me back on track. It, I wouldn't say humbles me, but it brings me back down and I'm focused on and just feel like so excited to go and accomplish whatever it is that like it just like sets me back right on my path, I guess is the simplest way to say that. So a big thing for me to find those things is listening to people who have said things that resonate with me, have talked about things that I relate to, have um, talked about their experiences and how it's just like mine, whatever it may be. It's finding those people who can talk about what's in their head, their heart, um, the battles that they've gone through, the achievements that they've experienced, and finding people that I'm similar to. And like these are celebrities, these are people I will never cross paths with, but the fact that they're on the platform that they are, the fact that they're somebody that I admire already, and then you have that deeper connection, um, like those are the people that I go to. So the first one, we all probably guessed it, I've talked about him a bazillion times, um, but like Tom DeLonge is one of those people for me. And he's one of those people for me, I think, just because I grew up listening to him. But then when I branched off to listen to his side projects, like Love Blink Tom, Love Boxcar Tom, but Angels and Airwaves Tom, um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the type of music that they create. It's all space-like and um, the different experimentation that they've done with creating their music um you know playing with the pedals and different like office items and like using that to create sounds and beats um I don't know if it's that or what they just write about or if it's all of it together um but it's just like there's like a lot of emotion there's a lot of like inspiration in the music, if you just like listen to it or in the words that they're singing, Tom's voice is great. I don't know what it is for me, but it always just like 
I don't know. I feel like it just like opens up my entire world and it's like you can do anything that you want to do. And he wrote a song about that, about, you know, this whole song I wrote because I wanted to write a song that made you feel like you could conquer the entire world. Um, So it's like the semblance behind all of it. Um, But even the things that he's talked about in interviews, like I have either shared to somebody or was asked a question in an interview or whatever it may be. And then went and listened to one of his interviews and not even knowing like what he was talking about. But I think it's fun to listen to interviews um, for various people. And he would say something almost identical to what I just said. And I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. But then it just like makes me feel like, oh, I love this person's music. I always have. Everything that they do I think is great from like an artistic standpoint. But then also be able to listen to them as like a human being and share their thoughts and their feelings and responses to things and being like, we're the same. Like, I think that is so cool. And so, like, listening to him, like, I know that if I am in a certain headspace and I turn on Angels and Airwaves, that, okay, it'll make me feel better. Or watching his documentary, Pursuit of Tone, just, like, hearing him talk about things, it just reminds you of things that you know, but you just aren't thinking about as of lately. Um, so he's my first one. Uh, my second one is where I got all of these ideas and why I wanted to even talk about this in the first place. But the other day was the 8th. Um, so it was 2-8-24. And so, you know, that was a day for Kobe and Gianna to recognize them. Um, and like, I do not come from an NBA family. Um, obviously the NBA is non-existent in Cincinnati, um, so, like, it was just, like, a world I was never, like, really exposed to or a part of. Knew who Kobe Bryant was. Know who all the grades are. I'm learning to be better about knowing who the grades are current day. Um, so, I always know who he was, but never dived in to know him, I guess I should say, um, until he passed away. Um, and that is because I remember where I was when he passed away and it kind of seems like the world stopped, you know, um, for someone who wasn't even involved in his world. That's what it seemed like. Because when I was scrolling and reading or scrolling and listening to the things that these amazing people were saying about him, Or just like the ordinary people, you know, people who grew up playing sports and modeled their entire work ethic behind his Mamba mentality. Um, Like young athletes, people in the pros now, um, you know, all the great people that he played with and the lives that he's touched there, music, industry people, celebrities across the board, but then everybody across the entire world, how deeply affected they were by his death and like rightfully so like it was very tragic and horrible um but the things that they said about him like and I remember reading it and being like that's the life I want to live and that's life I've always had a goal to live 
is a life to just like positively impact the people that I come across um to inspire them just like reiterating everything I said earlier but like that is like the life that he led and I thought that that was amazing I still think it's amazing I went out and I bought books on Kobe Bryant I read about the Mamba mentality like just I got really invested because thinking back on it I was like you know a lot of my work ethic is similar to his like you know not as extreme I don't think but following the same type of steps the same kind of mentality you know like playing through injuries and being like if it can't get any worse and I don't care where other people would be like oh I'm injured like I'm sitting out like I don't know I just like loved what I did I loved marching I loved doing color guard it didn't matter if my ankle was broken or if I was in a lot of pain like it wasn't getting any worse so why would I give up this day with these people I'm not going to be able to spend forever with or this season or whatever it may be like so like hearing different stories about him and then seeing how it related back to my life and the way that I approached my craft like again one of those people that I was like wow like it is so cool to feel that kind of bond with somebody as amazing and great as this and then their legacy left behind is the same type of legacy that I hope to leave and like the same kind of life that I hope and strive to live every day um and on that day like the eighth this past eighth I was journaling and listening to different interviews um that he was in and just like the things he was talking about the way he speaks he's full of he was full of so much wisdom and just so well-spoken and smart and I don't know it just he is like a very inspiring person to me and just like it's inspiring to me how inspirational he was and continues to be to basically the entire world so he is my second person and then my third person um for celebrity wise um selena gomez i love selena i've always loved selena um for like a person standpoint i used to listen to selena gomez in the scene all the time but and i listen to some of her music now like lose you to love me is one of my favorites and like stuff like that but loved her from an actress perspective and then just like as a human being i just think she is really great um and that's like usually the common theme here like if I don't like you as a person like I probably will not buy your product or listen to your music because I don't believe in you as a human but if I believe in you as a human like then I love everything that you do um and I watched your documentary when it came out in 2022 which is crazy that it was that long ago but rewatched it again this week because I wanted to show my mom. Um, and, you know, obviously when I watched it the first time, felt some type of way watching it. But then, like, rewatching it, I was like, yeah. Like, the things that she was saying or what she went through, I was like, yep. Like, and it's almost those type of things, like, hearing someone say it or 
hearing it again, like it makes you emotional because you're like, yes, that's like exactly how I feel or those are thoughts that I've had or whatever it may be. Um, and so just like again, like being able to connect with somebody on that level or just having something to go back to that reminds you that like you are not alone in the thoughts that you have. Which brings me back to my tattoo from Tom DeLong of there is like no matter what you're thinking or feeling or going through, like just know that there's somebody else out there in the world who is going through the same exact thing. And no matter how lonely it is in the moment or if you can just keep reminding yourself of that, I think it does help a lot. But then there are days where it's harder to remind yourself of that or harder to even just think about it. Um, So having things that you can go back to, to, you know, it might be old news, but for me, like rewatching a documentary like Selena Gomez's, like I was like somebody that I admire because of her drive and need to give back to the mental health community, to provide awareness, resources, anything else like that. She just is like, this is very important. This is something that we need to educate ourselves about. We need to, her Rare Impact Fund, like all of these things, like it's amazing. And it's amazing to hear those things come from somebody like her, I guess is like the whole point of that. But so I watched it again and I took my journal and I wrote down all the things that resonated with me, which I think is a very helpful thing to do. Like I do that with a lot of different things just so I have it written down. Um, So if you ever go back and read through your journals or if you're a journaler and that's what you do, um, it's nice to be able to read those things. It's again, a same way to be able to bring yourself back down and then like, put you back on track to what you need to do. Like it's so easy to wallow and to feel sorry for yourself. And I wouldn't even say it's feeling sorry for yourself. It's just, it's hard. It's hard thing to navigate. And you need things that help you pull you out of them. So those are three of my Legos. Um, But then the last one, making it more realistic, I guess I should say, is if you feel really stuck and lost and whatever it may be, is to think about your life and think about the people who in your life have been really impactful or inspiring to you, um, you know, regardless if it was a coach from 10 years ago um, or a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time, but you, when you were with them, like everything seemed peaceful and made sense. Like I'm a big supporter of reaching out to people You know, I know that there's a lot behind, like, everybody's on their phone. Like, if they wanted to talk to me, they would, blah, blah, blah. I think that's, like, a read-the-room situation, you know? Like, people's lives are busy. Like, 
if they're commenting on your stuff, then they're paying attention. Okay? So, like, no one cares. You want to know what? I, which should be talked about later in depth because it was also said in the Selena Gomez documentary and I was like, oh, shit. But I don't even like turning on my message notifications. Like, so they're just, like, never on. And I'm just like, uh, because I, I don't want to. Um, which is probably like a bigger deal than to just like mention casually, but whatever, we'll get there when we get there. Um, so like people are like different. Everyone's different. Everyone experiences things differently. I've said that a billion times before. I used to post about it on Instagram all the time. So like, just shut up. Like that is a read the room. If somebody's not reaching out to you or talking to you, like, various reasons there I don't know self-awareness is in in 2024 according to Alex Earl so yeah little tangent got sidetracked there but so like ignore those things that's not real and reach out to somebody who you think could really help you and that's what I did and this is a person that even when I was at Clemson thought about all the time um thought about reaching out but I didn't want it to be a phone call or a text message um so like this week just like lots of stuff going on um so I reached out and was just like I would love to talk to you like I think about you all the time would love to talk to you um for x y and z and then it turned into like a five hour long little hangout and it was great and honestly like exactly what I needed and like just was able to bring back somebody who was very important in my life in the past at a very important time of my life to then now make that connection here in the future on a level of like being friends and being a sounding board and somebody who will like listen and who understands and who has that type of connection with you where they're saying the things that you need to hear and not saying the things you need to hear like forcefully, like literally naturally, like they understand what I'm saying, what I'm feeling, recognizing that and then being able to respond with the things that I've been trying to find somebody to say or trying to find somebody that I can connect with who is saying those things because they understand. And so that's my last thing of just taking the time to think about, you know, whether it's a song or read more about the music artists you listen to research them their stories like I know that I'm a nerd with music and for some people they're like I don't even listen to the words I'm like what what do you mean you don't listen to the words like that is everything and oh god I know it's scary out here um but like if you do find somebody who 
makes you feel good or the things that they write about makes you feel good, like research them, learn about them, learn about their story, learn about their experiences, learn about where they came from, why they are the way that they are. Like that is going to create an even bigger connection to that person. And it just helps. It is so helpful. And that builds a stronger foundation (laughs) for who you're even trying to connect with, who you're even trying to, I don't know, write about, whoever, whatever it may be. Like you're creating that foundation with that person, which is then just going to add structure and strength to your foundation that you're trying to either create or restore, clean, whatever it may be. You know, I don't think everything's broken, but I think along the way that a lot of things either, you know, and as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of cement pillars and like along the way, like the foundation sinks or chunks come out of the pillars or it just looks disgusting and it needs to be power washed and to look new again. And so wherever that falls for you, if you feel like you just need a nice deep cleaning or if you do just really feel like your structure is broken, then reach out to the people who make you feel whole. Find the people who make you feel whole. Even if you can't talk to them, listening to them and learning about them, like that in a way to me is a conversation with them because for whatever reason you feel drawn to this person and I don't know I do think I've talked about God before I believe in God I think that he created everything and so for whatever reason that person was created their purpose was this you were created and their purpose connects to what you need. So that's all I have for today. You know, be a Lego. Go build something and make yourself the priority of what you're building. Because if you, which is something I'm trying to work on, if you don't have a strong foundation, Or you may think you do. You patch it up, make a quick fix, circumstances change, it's situational, but something is triggering those emotions inside of you. So you're not fully repaired or cleaned or healed. And so your foundation may be great when you're in a situation that's great, but that doesn't mean you're okay. And it's still wobbly. So, thank you for listening. I have to go heat up my coffee. Um, But to share my coffee shop wreck of the week. Sorry, this is only for people in Cincinnati. So, sorry, friends across the way. But White Oak Coffee Shop love which I always have 
okay? But as of lately, I don't know what it is, okay? It's just a honey vanilla latte with almond milk. What I get anywhere. It's like been my go-to lately. Um, Theirs is just so much better. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the ratio, the coffee, what. I don't know what it is, but theirs is so good. So 10 out of 10 recommend going there. It is on their Valentine's Day menu, but it's literally just a honey vanilla latte. And I substitute almond milk and sugar-free when I'm trying to be really good. Um, But even that tastes okay. And I hate sugar-free. So, um, but yeah, that's my coffee wreck of the week. Um, And I hope you all have a great day. Go Niners. Love Brock Purdy. And I will catch you all on the next one.